Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, the importance of taking time for self-care as a leader. Arturo, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. We live in a world that glorifies hustle culture, and oftentimes that comes at the expense of our well-being. So let's unpack why self-care isn't just a luxury, but a leadership necessity. Well, I mean, I think first first and foremost, I think it's a necessity, obviously, for for everybody to be able to have uh, that balance point. But, you know, the balance points, I think, looks different for everybody. And I think when we we kind of bring it to the subject of, you know, why it's important for for leaders is because I think that, in my mind, um, you know, leaders have a responsibility to have... uh, to be able to drive momentum and have a certain energy level that's just required um, to deliver to the team. And so it's like, if you can't maintain that energy level, which is a hundred percent required, then I think it's a, it's a problem. But <clears throat> you know, one of the other things that, excuse me, <clears throat> that I've seen is that, you know, this ebb and flow and this balance and this, uh, you know, kind of taking time to, for, to reset or to, to, you know, to, to be able to self care, I think is different in ebbs and flows and throughout everybody's uh, life, career path or whatever, because I think that there's going to be different points in time that um, the intensity is going to be different and you're going to have to be required. You're going to have, there's going to have to be more time committed uh, from a leader standpoint uh, to get a specific job done or whatever. And so, you know, I think having some real basic, basic fundamentals that, um, that you can adhere to really throughout those different, uh, you know, those different periods, because the reality is that if you're if you're a leader and you're and you're in, involved in a startup, or you're going through a little bit of a turmoil and you know in your career or your job or whatever, you're going to have to put in a lot of work, and you know there are no silver spoons uh, in entrepreneurship. It's it's it, you're going to get what you work for, and so I think you know for me some of those basic um, necessities that are, are going to be you know you got to eat right. I think it's I think it's critical to be able to maintain certain energy and certain stamina. I think you're going to have to get into a cadence where regularly you're regularly exercising. You know, I think you know a big advocate for you know trying to get three to seven days in. You know, whether it's 15 minutes, whether it's an hour, whether it's two hours. You know, <clears throat> and sleep. You know, sleep is something that I I think early in my career I, I definitely were was was not um, you know religious about about making sure that I, that I got that. But, you know, for me personally, I function on, you know, six to seven hours of sleep pretty well. And, um, and so, you know, I think it's important to get, to get that, to factor that in. And then there's going to be some other ancillary things that I think that you can do in terms of self-care. But to me, those are the three fundamentals that you really have to adhere to that you can stick to, I think, throughout the different ebb and flow. Absolutely love what you said. I'm going to yes and Uh, everything for you. And I'm going to make this very formulaic because this is an area that I specialize in because a lot of the coaching that I do is with successful entrepreneurs and leaders all around their personal growth and well-being. And so many people are successful at business, but not necessarily successful at life. And it's very easy, especially in the hustle culture world that we live in, to think that business is number one and then you look back and you never prioritize yourself. So here's some formulaic steps or things that have served me that can you as well. Number one, self-care is a non-negotiable. 
I learned this the very first month that I was an entrepreneur over a decade ago, that I sat there and I said, all right, well, if I can guarantee that I make myself better today than I was yesterday, if I rinse and repeat that, I'm going to win. Therefore, I'm going to stack my personal growth and development first thing in the morning. That way there is no excuse to make it happen. So for me, if something is important enough, you will always find time to make it happen. When is there always time? First thing in the morning. And Arturo, it's one of the things that actually brought us together because I think back to our very first podcast before you and I even really knew each other. I brought you on my show and we talked about a variety of things, including your morning routine and when you're getting up and the things that you're doing to cultivate yourself into the best version of yourself. And for both of us, this is a non-negotiable. There is no thinking about this because we know there's always an endless thing, endless amount of things to do on our get-to-do list. There's gonna be tickets to games or family members are gonna get sick. There's an, a myriad of things that are gonna stop you from this. And that's why you make this a non-negotiable. Number two, you talked about it with sleep. And this is something that so many people wear as a badge of honor. Oh, I'm, I'm burning the midnight oil. I'm only getting three hours of sleep. When I hear that, I feel bad for those people because they don't get it because uh, enough research says that when you function with good sleep, you're a better performer. So as a leader, this is a very binary thing. When you are well-rested, you will perform better for your team. All right, I get it. I schedule sleep like it's a meeting. Like you, Arturo, my number is seven hours. So I sit there and I'm going to bed at somewhere between 9.30 or 10, and I'm getting up between uh, 4.50 and 5 a.m. every single day, Monday through Friday. It is like a meeting. There is non-negotiable. If I am out later, I move that wake-up time so that I'm still getting my seven hours. And a lot of times when we do it, what's the very first thing that goes? Working out, all of the positive, the reading, the self-cultivation. No, what if you saw this as the most powerful part of your day? Because it is, this is what creates my energy. Because then Arturo, you said exercising. This is a non-negotiable because there aren't very many 400 pound leaders that I'm looking up to right now. You just don't see that in the world. But I'll tell you this, you look at the best of the best in the world. Why does everybody love the rock? Among other things, his energy, the way that he looks like. The best in the world look good because when you look good, you're confident. And when you're confident, you feel good. People want to follow a leader who um, puts in the work and you can see it every single day. And there is no hiding from exercise or bad eating because it will show on you. And when you design your life, and this is so important, this is Lifestyle Design 101. Design your life before your business. But Rob and Arturo, we can't do that. We're high-performing business leaders. Business is everything. Well, imagine the perspective that if you take care of yourself first, everything else gets better. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's um, for me, it's, it's just, uh, are you able to competently deliver the levels of energy that are required for leadership? And, you know, the, the people that I've admired in the, in the past and the people that I think, you know, that are you know, public figures that have really strong leadership skills, I would say all of them are high octane, high energy, you know, and it's, it's um, when you're dealing with a group of people, I think people want to motivate to the highest, highest point. And so if the highest point is below the energy level of the people that you're trying to move, it's just not going to work. And so 
you know, those those three basics are the, um, the, the you know, like you said, like the non-negotiables. And then I think that, the, you know, there's going to be other periods of time. And I, I can remember back, you know, um, in another lifespan, basically, that I, you know, that I had in another, in another uh, uh, time that there was a, a period of time when we were making a lot of money and we had some great people on the team and, and things were just, it was smooth sailing. And so for me, self-care at that time looked a little bit different. It was, it was my three, it was my three points plus, plus, plus. And so, um, you know, I had more time to do some, some additional things that, um, you know, I'd like to do, but you know, the way, you know, the life that I live in right now, it's, it's a little different. So, you know, there's businesses that we're trying to build. There's, um, you know, goals that we're trying to achieve and, and, uh, you know, I don't know that that's ever going to change, but you know, the current situation is there's just enough time to get some family time in throughout the week. And then those, those three other points. And I think it's really critical to, to be able to adhere to that. So Arturo, I want to dive a little bit deeper into this specifically around, I don't have the time or a lack of time. And remember, I was not always this person. I did not live a holistic life for the first 32 years of my life. So I know what it's like to not prioritize your self-care. It's why I'm so fanatical about it because I know what's on the other side of this. And some of the things that have served me is simple concepts. One of them is called uh, the micro fitness mindset. And for any of my clients that are challenged to work out consistently, I say, all right, can you give me three push-ups or two air squats? And they're like, of course, cool. So it's not really a lack of being able to do it. It's a lack of awareness and consistency. So for me, if I know I'm going to run into a day in which everything's packed, it inevitably happens, I'll sit down and I'll do 27 push-ups. And this is more of a mental trigger for me than it is a physical one. Because the next thing is, it's called no zero days. I'm not taking a zero for my fitness. And that includes doing 27 push-ups or three jumping jacks. Because I've at least invested in myself because 27 push-ups, if you were to do that every single day for the entire year, that's going to stack up to some massive number. And I think this is the biggest thing that a lot of people fail to realize because when you're not doing something, you don't necessarily see the negative results until 10 years later and you say, why is my health not there? Because I haven't been sleeping, I haven't been eating well, and I haven't been exercising. Doing it just today, you're not going to notice it. But this is more about the mind, your ability to stay dialed in. So the way that you do that and, and where I really lived this, and this is the last two years of my life, we have a 21-month-old son. Here's Rob the robot of personal growth who, boom, I do everything so on demand. The baby's like, nah, I think I got some other ideas. You think you liked that routine? Now I was really challenged. So I started to find little 15-minute things. I bought weights for my garage to work out there. Going for runs in between meetings. If I had 27 minutes, great. I can get in a mile and a half run. This is all about the mindset of high performance and you don't find time, you create time. Yeah, and it's it's critical. It's it's a it's it's an essential thing. And I think um, if people just uh, you know give it a shot, um, I think they're going to realize that the results are going to be dramatically better in terms of their energy levels and in terms of their just their overall being their overall demeanor. It's, you know, it's funny on a daily basis when I'm interacting with with teammates, I can tell those individuals that are struggling 
with some of those those top three things that we've talked about. You know, where 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 I can tell that they're they're you know burning the candle or they're not getting the right amount of sleep or they're um, you know not eating right or what have you. And so um, it, it's evident; it's really clear that those things have a direct impact on on a person's overall being. And Arturo, we'll end on this. I'm curious what you do when you're challenged by this because we're by no means perfect. We run into many of the same self-limiting beliefs, obstacles that everybody else do. And on my end, it's mental. Like if I don't do some of these things, I can't stop thinking about it. That I know if it gets to 10 a.m. and I haven't worked out, my mind won't stop thinking about when are you working out because I know the repercussions of if I don't work out today and then I don't work out tomorrow, now I've created a negative habit. And it's very challenging for me when I don't do these things because I feel very guilty about not doing them. I'm curious from your perspective, if you're not doing some of these things like you normally would, what is your mindset and how do you overcome it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I try to I try to make sure that the majority of that list is getting done right. And so, like, you know, if it's if if it's my sleep that's going to take a, a hit for the day, then I got to make sure that I'm going to eat right, and I got to make sure that I'm going to exercise. Or if it's vice versa, if, if I feel like I'm going to run into a time crunch, and exercise is going to be a challenge. I mean, you, you kind of mentioned it. It's it's funny, but you know, if if I'm getting up at four thirty five in the morning, um, kids are getting up at six thirty seven o'clock. The house is becoming active. By that time, I've already done, I've already done like a little mini workout, uh, taking steps off my computer. So if I'm on a contract or I'm reading through something or I'm doing some busy work or whatever, I'm taking a step off the computer like every 20 minutes to do push-ups, sit-ups, curls or whatever. And so in my mind, I'm, I'm, do, I'm set up to do two-a-days. So I do like a little mini workout at that time. And then and at around 10 in the morning, 9 in the morning, I get an actual a workout in. And so what I'll actually try to do is whatever I worked on the day before, I'll do that in the morning. So if I work arms or chest yesterday, I'll do arms or chest this morning, you know? And so it's just, it's to me, it's just to get the blood moving. It's also to your point. It's like, you have to stay rigid in that commitment to do something. Um, and, and, you know, and I think your, you know, your, your body becomes a representation of those, those commitments. I mean, you can see times where you've, completely ignored it. And, um, and, and, and again, for me, and at that time of the day, I'm really happy to just get a little blood moving to the brain and to understand that I'm still committed to these things. And it's the sleep, the exercise and eating right. Yeah. So let's get to our action item or takeaway. And I've got two of them actually on my end. Number one, success leaves breadcrumbs. If you're listening to this or watching this and you're challenged by any of these things, what I would say is uh, take any of what we said and implement one thing that you don't have to be us, but there's formulas for success and things that you can do to be the ideal or best version of yourself. And if you're looking for someone to coach you and help you on your journey, this is what I specialize in. Drop me an email, rob at robcressy.com or go to robcressy.com. I've got tons of free resources. I can jump on a call with you. I would love to help you out on your journey. Arturo, what's your action item or takeaway? Yeah, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be similar. It's going to be, you know, um, but I think, you know, also in this, in this journey, if you're not, if you don't have the rigid cadence, I think keeping a journal is really helpful so that you can really look back. And, and this is for eating 
sleeping and exercising too, and really kind of tracking, you know, because if you're, if you're wondering why you're feeling lethargic, there may be indication from yesterday's notes exactly why you're not feeling well. Um, and if you're seeing real progress, it's also great to be able to track that and say, well, you know what, I, I feel great. I'm looking better. Um, but it's because of this work that I've actually put in. And so I think that, um, you know, the individuals that are, that are, I think, trying to find a cadence or a pattern to these, to these programs, I think it's as simple as making commitments to write stuff down so that you can actually see in real time, you know, how you're performing. Oh, I absolutely love that. And we would love to hear from you. What is your tips or mindset for how you prioritize self-care in your life and or for your team? Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? Best place is going to be LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez. And on my end, you can hit me up on LinkedIn or Instagram at Rob Cressy. Make sure to follow us on LinkedIn. We've got a dedicated page for Leadership DNA. We would love to connect with you and or connect you with some of the other leaders who get down like we get down.